Welcome to the Eagle Eggs Podcast. I'm your host, Communications Coordinator Henry Conti with the Bellbrook Sugar Creek Local School District. Today, Ginger Keaton, principal at Stephen Bell Elementary, joined me on the podcast. Ginger painted a picture of her Aunt Vicky's classroom where she found her love for teaching at the age of eight. For Ginger, it's always been about teaching elementary school students. 31 years into her career, she still has the love for it, and I think you'll really enjoy this podcast. Take a listen. We are here with Ginger Keaton, the Stephen Bell Principal. Ginger, you have been with this district for a long time, 31 years, 17 as the principal here at Stephen Bell. But where did you begin and why did you choose to get into education? Well, I grew up in Fairborn. I am the youngest child of three. My dad uh, was in the Army. Okay and he became a civilian contractor on the base, which is called DESI. It was located by Wright-Pat University, Wright-Pat. And he gave up a few jobs along the way so we didn't have to relocate. Mm -hmm. So we can stay in Ohio because my mom's family is from Minster, Ohio. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She didn't return to work until I was about middle school mm-hmm. and she obtained a job also at Desi where my dad was at and then eventually she was promoted and served as the secretary for two different generals okay. at Wright Pat. Luckily I still have my mom. She's 86 years old and she lives in Beaver Creek. Okay. We do a lot together. So why education? Well, the reason I wanted to talk about my parents is because my parents didn't have a college education. Okay. And they instilled in us three children that education is everything. Yeah. It is very important. It can never be taken from you. Mm -hmm. And it can open the doors for opportunities. And so as we were growing up, our parents exposed us to literature, uh, the theater, they loved to travel, and they always encouraged us to spend time together as a family. Time was often spent with my family in Minster. My Aunt Vicki was a third grade teacher, and she had the coolest classroom. (laughs) (laughs) I can remember seeing the hardwood floors in her classroom, the books in her classroom. Everything was really organized and creative. It was such a happy, safe environment. She was very funny, loving, kind. She was strict, but she always had rules. And I was only eight years old when I would stay in the summer with my grandparents in Minster, Ohio, and Aunt Vicki would play classroom Mm -hmm. and be the teacher. And those were great fond memories. And I knew then, even at the age of eight, that I wanted to be a teacher. So my parents encouraged me to follow that dream. I attended Wright State University to become an educator and married my high school sweetheart. Still married 35 years later. Amazing. Was it always this level? Even as you um, 
you know, at, at eight years old, you're probably only really thinking about teaching elementary school. But as you went through Wright State University, what is it always elementary school you were interested in teaching or was it ever anything um, higher grade levels than that? It's always been elementary. Always. I've always had the desire to work with young children. Mm -hmm. I never thought that I would work with the youngest yeah. of the learners until I became a principal. But yes, always younger children. So you have mentioned to me on occasion before that you st your, your career started one year as a substitute outside of the district and then you came inside the district. What have you seen? You've been here for a good amount of time. What have you seen change over the years? That What's maybe the most important change to um, education? I would say the greatest change in Bellbrook as far as an education is the fact that we've always been on the cutting edge mm -hmm. and we are not afraid to look at what's best for kids in Bellbrook. Here's an example. The State Department came out with reading improvement monitoring plans. Mm -hmm. They came out with what is called a RIMP for students grades K through 3. R-I-M-P? R-I-M-P. What's the acronym for? Reading Improvement Monitoring Plan. Gotcha. And that was not a big heavy lift mm -hmm. for teachers K-3. to And the reason why is because we had already been doing what the state put in place a good five to six years before that. Because we put in place a teaching plan. Right. We saw what was best for kids. Mm -hmm. We already had the foresight to know what children needed mm -hmm. and what gets done needs to be documented. Mm -hmm. And so we worked together as a staff family and documented the children's needs, put it in the teaching plan, and communicated that with classroom teachers for tier one, reading teachers for tier two, mm -hmm. and if a child had special needs for tier three, the parents. And then when the state came out with the RIMP, it was not a big change for us to change the word teaching plan over to a RIMP mm -hmm. and having to make some of the language changes. So that's just one example of a change that comes our way in Bellbrook where we're already ahead of the game. Yeah. I, I'm fortunate to be able to sit in with uh, in administration meetings with you and, and the rest of the principals and kind of see this happen in real time and say, you know, oh, there, there's this new thing and, and you get to say things like, no problem, we're already doing it. We're just going to change the wording and it's it's the exact education model we're already following with a few small changes that my teachers aren't going to have a problem with. And that's been great to see um, on the inside. Uh, what's it been like to serve your entire place in one career uh, where you've raised your family and, and, and that? What's that been like to have that sense of stability? It might seem unusual to some people, but for me it's been incredible. 
And that is because I have had incredible mentors along the way. My very first mentor was the principal who hired me. Mm-hmm. And that was back in 1993 when I had the opportunity to take a fifth grade long-term position at Five Points Elementary in Fairborn with my former principal, Nancy Sturtz, or the fourth grade long-term position at Old Sugar Creek downtown here in Bellbrook Mm -hmm. with Patty Hefner Stricker and it was a 10 minute difference and Patty Hefner called first and what a blessing because that's where my heart was and I'm very fortunate that that phone call came first because I accepted that position I was lucky enough to work with colleagues like Cheryl Ellinger, Lori Fruoff, Patty Ogagis, who is still working in the district. Mm-hmm. Through those days of collaboration, working together, listening, I was able to grow as a young teacher and spent 14 years working as a fourth grade teacher in this district and raising my family. And my husband and I decided to build a home out here. To this day, I still speak with Patty Stricker. Matter of fact, (laughs) we had breakfast together right before school started. Some of my uh, fondest memories are looking back over scrapbook that I have of each year that I taught, running into former students, now having their children in the building, (laughs) and my grandkids are in the district. Two out of the four are, um, actually three out of the four, because our youngest is now in preschool as well. And so being a teacher and a principal in Bellbrook hasn't just been a career to be. To me, it's been a huge part of who I am. How does that go for you when somebody says, Mrs. Keaton, you were my principal, and you look at them and go, oh, this is, this is longer ago than I care to admit. <laughs> how's, that, how's that work out for you? Is that, that something you're coming to terms with, something you're okay with? Absolutely okay with it. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. It's amazing to, to be in a place like Bellbrook where people, it's just generational, I think. They're happy to send their kids to the same schools that they graduated from. What do you think is the biggest challenge uh, the elementary will face? doesn't necessarily have to be Bellbrook, but elementary students will face in the next five to ten years. Well, it is going to be a big challenge, and it's sad because when I was going into elementary education, there were a plethora of candidates, Mm -hmm. so many that it was very difficult to get a job, hence the reason why I subbed for the first year. Interestingly enough, my very first interview was at Stephen Bell Elementary. They didn't hire me. They didn't know me. (laughs) They hired their student teacher. And Paul Dunlap was the principal in this building. And he said to me, you seem like a great young lady, but we don't know you. But we want you to sub in our district. 
and I know that you did your student teaching in Beaver Creek and they hired their student teachers but come here and suffer us so we can get to know you your know you and your skill sets and that's what I did but now what's happening there are very few candidates mm -hmm. going into education that's sad and scary all at the same time if there are less candidates going into the career and there's a double whammy mm -hmm. there are candidates right now teachers right now who are in their career mm -hmm. they're leaving yeah we've been told as principals to plan on maybe one or two teachers in your district yearly mm -hmm. of leaving the profession they're just done something that never happened until the last five years five years that is a huge paradigm shift mm -hmm. that never happened when I was teaching. Because of that, we have had to look different at our hiring practices. Mm -hmm. We're having to look different at how we are setting up for our students' success that it's not been the norm to have a staff rollover yeah. it's very typical that when a posting happens at Stephen Bell that I would have over 200 candidates apply mm -hmm. and now when we don't have hardly 50 candidates that apply for a teacher assistant to maybe have five candidates apply those are very difficult conversations yeah. that we're not used to a lot of it is because educators are expected to do more, mm -hmm. perhaps with less resources. We're finding with early childhood, a lot of it is the difficulty we're facing with mental health supports. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of factors that are happening in education as to why candidates are not choosing yeah. that as a career. Mm -hmm. uh, here's, here's a softball at the end for you. What's the best thing about being principal at Stephen Bell? There's so many great things about being here and that's why I've stayed. Yeah. If I had to sum it all up, it would be a well-rounded staff. Why are they well-rounded? Well because they jump at any job that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if the cafeteria needs swept, any of us would jump in and do it. It doesn't matter if a student miss the bus, if you're a second grade teacher, if you're the principal, if you are the custodian, we're helping that child get out to the bus. No job is too big or too little for any of us to jump in and help each other do. And that's because we love the kids. Yeah. The kids always come first. And I believe that's true in every school building, yeah. or at least it should be. Sometimes staff members lose focus on the children because we become adult-centered. Yeah. That is not the case at Stephen Bell. We remind each other that we are a school family mm -hmm. and we serve children. We appreciate how our parents are so supportive. We know that we have a caring community and we're really grateful to have a school resource officer this yeah. year so that's been great and it's really fun to learn 600 student names <laughs> <laughs> if you say so i'll believe you <laughs>
So we're going to get into the flyby. This is a quick hitter on just a couple couple things. People get to know you a little bit better. So we're going to start with what is your favorite food? Pasta. Pasta. Very nice. Uh, red sauce or like with a little olive oil? Hmm. What's the go-to? What's my go-to? Really any kind of pizza. Okay. Any kind of lasagna. Mm, spaghetti, mac and cheese. I mean, just pasta. Gotcha. No, it's a great choice. Uh, favorite drink? I really don't have one. I drink a lot of water, but in the winter, I love a hot cocoa. Very nice. All right. Uh, what is the favorite movie? Go-to movie or TV show? Well, you're sitting in my office right now. Yes. You could look around and see the memorabilia that students and staff have purchased for me. Mm -hmm. So obviously, looking around, you're going to tell my favorite movie is The Wizard of Oz. Indeed. Most people ask me what or who is my favorite character, and I'll ask you. Do you know who my favorite character might be? I want to go Glenda the Good Witch, even though I don't see it here, but that's, that's what that's what I know, most people think with. it's Glenda the Good Witch. Uh, actually, I do love Glenda, but it's the lion. It's the lion. Right. And that is because it takes courage mm. to be an educator. And, you know, the courage you have to have to um, work with 600 littles encourage that the lion when he surrounded himself with friends mm -hmm. he found the courage to believe in himself and I can relate to him because I surround myself with a strong staff and I have to believe in myself because I don't have an assistant principal and I never have and so we run Stephen Bell together favorite emoji Pink heart. Pink heart, all right. And favorite quote? Teddy Roosevelt, 26th president, had a few quotes in his career, but one that resonated with me came from my mentor. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. Caring is all about relationships. Mm -hmm. Having spent 30 years in Bellbrook as an educator, what I truly want to be remembered about is the fact that I care about people. I have relationships with people. I want to get to know my students, get to know my staff, listening to them. I'm curious about their life. I love encouraging students, supporting the students, supporting the staff. It's important that when I walk these hallways, when I walk the community, when I'm at the grocery store, that others see me smile mm -hmm. because sometimes principals get a bad rap mm -hmm. that the connotation is that we can, you know, be the disciplinarians when that's not always the case. That is important and it's the foundation of a trust-based relationship mm -hmm. that's always established that path towards success. And that has really steered me 
towards what's important is to make sure that I am able to talk to people and for them to know that I do care about them. Ginger, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the flyby. Things are slowing down now as we end October. Parent-teacher conferences are tonight, the 23rd, at Stephen Bell. They're also hosting their curriculum display. On the 24th is the Junior High Fall Sports Banquet. That's the middle school. On the 25th is the Science and Engineering Showcase, also at the middle school. It's a really fun event. Uh, A lot of kids put a lot of hard work into their science displays. On the 26th is BCI's parent-teacher conferences and also their curriculum display. Also on the 26th is the Board of Education meeting work session. The homemade holiday crap show is on November 4th. That's being held at the high school. Not a district event, but come on in and find something you want for one of your loved ones for the holidays. On November 6th is the marching band's command performance at the stadium. On the 7th is Election Day, so please go out and make your voice heard. On the 9th, there's a lot to do. Our Veterans Day celebration is being held at BCI in the morning. The high school parent-teacher conferences are that afternoon, evening, with their curriculum display. We have a Board of Education meeting on the 9th. And the 9th also kicks off the weekend run of the middle school's fall play, Matilda Jr. Please feel free to come out and join us. That's it for this week's edition of Eagle Eggs. Have a good day, and if it can't be a good day, make it a great one.